What's going on, fam? This is Secrets of Downline Marketing, a radio podcast by Nick Tellis, and here's a new episode. Uh, I completely just jumbled out that intro, but whatever. <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, so it's a nice night out, and I want to get a little uh, walking in and actually do this episode. This is actually one I've been putting off for a bit, and I kind of want to start with, try to start up with a story real fast. I uh, I remember very early on, in my early 20s, and I was starting to read books about personal finance and entrepreneurship and everything, and at the time, I, I was working um, almost two, so like, yeah, I was working like two jobs at the same time, and getting ready to almost take on a third. But for some reason, I like I was really focused on entrepreneurship and business uh, in terms of books. And I remember the first, the, one of the first books that, uh, or at least people that I kind of like, I found just by happenstance. Um, I don't know what I was searching for, but I just remember the name, and then I followed followed his stuff for a bit. And it was Michael Hyatt. Uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, he was actually. Oh man, let me now. I got to go back. Uh, <laughs> Michael Hyatt was actually one of the, uh, like, I guess he was the CEO for a bit of Thomas Publishing and for a while and, like, kind of changed his life around from, hard, like, hardcore, like, 80, 80, 90 hour work weeks, like, being a CEO, burning through, um, you know, business meals, business, uh, business opportunities and stuff for the publishing company, which he did do, he did, he did make the company, like, he did bring the company up and out. Um, in terms of growth and everything, but Lily sacrificed a lot of his uh, his personal self along the way, and he started incorporating different biohacking methods early on before that term was even used. <clears throat> but like self care and and healing and personal development and a lot of stuff. And he actually was doing a podcast at the time. He's actually one of the first people I, I learned about Evernote from, and uh, he released a book. Um, not too long after that, that, let's see, what was it? Uh, it was, uh, start. No, it was called platform platform. That's what it was. It was very early on in terms of like social media publishing. Like, I guess when social media marketing was like starting to happen and everything, but it was called platform in terms of like how to set yourself up on a blog and like social media platforms like Facebook and I think at the time Twitter and, and really start, uh, building a mark, like a presence. Which was interesting, to say the least. But he mentioned like some of the like some of the books that he was reading at the time, and one of them stood out just because of the title. And the title was like brilliant. It's a brilliant title, even though um, it's not necessarily like for some people it's not possible because it's a little bit more. But the idea behind the title was, and it was called "The Four Hour Work Week" by Tim Ferriss, and. For some reason, out of all the books, I mean, there was a Tony Robbins one. There was, uh, I think, there was a Seth Godin one too. But Tim, Tim and Tony actually stood out. The two, the two biggest names. I was like, man, why is Tony Rob- like Tony Robbins? This is a very interesting name. But Tim, just because of that book, the Four Hour Work Week, I was like, no, that can't be real. Sure enough, I started doing my research, and I found this book. So, and I found Tim's blog. Very early, like not very necessarily very early on, but like. Before I got like all the new like updates and everything where it's at now. And I got the second edition of the four hour work week and I started reading it. 
and it blew my mind. Uh, <clears throat> and if you've never read that book, the moment you do, <clears throat> I know some of it's dated, but it's still a really good book. Um, no matter, like, you know, like I said, some of the things are a little bit dated, but the principles in there are what's really, um, that still t- uh, st- uh, st- uh, stand the test of time. Because all you have to do is just switch out the, di- uh, the different tools and stuff like that, which I would say a good companion to that is Tools of Titans, which would end up working a little bit more. And uh, once you master the frameworks, it's actually easy to, to apply and stuff. But I digress. Tim, Tim really sh- uh, set me on the path of like entrepreneurship and building an online bills- business and uh, trying to uh, automate things. Now, granted, I did say I was reading this in my early 20s. I was like 23, 24 at the time when I was reading this. And I I didn't know what I was doing. I just know that like I wanted to set this up. I wanted to do, you know, set up things automated, like do automation and stuff and like just have money come in and all this uh, stuff. I realized like going through the um, one of the, uh, the, the quick calculations in there, which like trying to read this off the top of my head but it was like dream income uh calculator i'm screwing it up but there is an actual if you go on tim.blog there is an actual section in there in terms of like dream like designing your dream lifestyle there is a, ca- a specific calculator in there that you can actually it's taken from the four-hour work week that you can literally just do it right there on, the, on his blog if he hasn't taken it down and literally calculate like what it would take to start living the life of the new rich and it's a complete section in there it's a great book uh if you've never read it and a lot of entre- like entrepreneurs do do reference this book quite a bit i found out that this book uh, appears a lot in a lot of the entrepreneurs i follow because it's a very good book but here's the thing in the book tools of titans which is a later book that tim uh did there's an entire section of all the books that are mentioned. If you need a really good book uh, book uh, book list to read from, I would go to that. I would recommend that to start because there's more than enough books there to get you going that should set you up for all kinds of random success. And there is fiction and nonfiction. So, and after I was like reading automation, trying to do the dream income, I ended up joining the Coast Guard at that point. And I was like, well, what if I just started using some of the automation stuff and everything? But I kept this book with me wherever I went. Like, every... I kept it nearby just because I would reference it. I even had little uh, sticky notes. I underlined it, which I don't really like doing in books. But now that I know why it's important to underline and highlight in certain things, it makes uh, referencing notes so much easier. So, I learned a lot from Tim. As soon as... uh, uh, I learned about the four hour body, got that, read that, four hour chef, got that, read that. And I was really uh, slowly starting to put something like, you know, try some of these things out and everything. And I was having fun just because I'm like, this is really cool. Doing some of the biohacking stuff, doing learning some of the entrepreneur stuff, so, like just listening to the interviews and everything. But the thing that was lacking was a lot of implementation, which is the key thing that uh, is. <clears throat> The, uh, for a lot of people, the hardest thing to do. And being stuck in that learning loop, sure, I, I learned all this cool stuff, but it, because I didn't apply a lot of it, it, it that's why I struggle for a, a lot of, like, um, trying to remember some of these, like, 
different things, especially from Michael Hyatt and Tim Ferriss. But like, I remember certain instances in terms of like, this was the first one, here's the second one, the third, and so on. And Michael Hyatt, like, <clears throat> he's still a really good guy. He's uh, still got a podcast. Like, uh, he's 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 grown his stuff. He's grown his platform. Like, a lot of things he's done. He's written a few books. And then um, Tim's gone on to do his own thing and everything and whatnot. Like, they both they both like really have uh, built built their businesses and built their lives and stuff. So, <clears throat> why am I bringing this up? And how does this relate to uh, network marketing? These were some of my first distance mentors. And I've used that term before. And I will I will actually reference this a lot. If you can't get into the same room as someone you, you know, would like to have a conversation with, someone to be mentored by, um, use what materials they have out available to the public. And then use them as a distance mentor. Meaning, I may not be able to get in the same room as you, or you know have a, a like a conversation with you which inside tim's books uh he does cover in terms of like getting uh you know building a small relationship by just like providing value and then emailing and so on and so forth and a few other entrepreneurs that i've read they said that like you know this is actually kind of one of the best ways to really do it is just like getting it, be able to get in their hemisphere just like just deliver value over time and don't even really ask it just um in the beginning like just build that relationship first and then uh, then leverage your way and then ask and so it's actually a dream 100 method uh before it became known as a dream 100 method so which is actually pretty interesting but uh the difference between a distance mentor and um like you know being a regular mentor distance mentor like i said you can't necessarily be there but you're using the available resources that are there 24 7 and they could like, you could just always go back to it, reference it, go go apply knowledge and stuff. That's why podcasts tend to be really good, as well as like books and courses, because they can be accessed twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. So if like, or, or like interviews, like let's say it's like I remember, I remember Tim said something specifically uh, specifically about a fear setting exercise. When was that? Oh wait, I remember. Then I would go. Go on, like, go on Google and type in Tim Ferriss fear setting exercise. And I, I, I actually, this is something I did not too, too long ago. Uh, that that actually, yeah, I actually did this exact exercise that I basically did a fear setting exercise in terms of staying on the path I was, working almost two to three jobs, or just dropping everything and joining the Coast Guard. And I realized that the only thing that was holding me back was me and I had a very very low fear of joining the military and actually a lot more um, uh, opportunity and growth that was going to come from it and it did like I, it, exactly like exactly how it played out I'm not saying that like it's going to happen every time it's just that it was an eye opener in terms of like when you know this method is actually you know pretty tangible and stuff like that made it a lot easier to visualize stuff and I actually took a picture of it too. I have, I have it hidden somewhere, uh, from one uh, in a in a file folder somewhere. But the thing is, when it comes to being able to physically have a, a mentor present over someone who can be in a digital aspect or a distance aspect, 
means you still know quite a bit about them, but until the day you're able to get into the same room as them, sometimes, yes, that may be, that may mean you have to apply for a coaching program or you may have to like, um, go to an event to see them or, uh, you know, eventually, you know, work your way up to being in the same room, like what, however long it takes and whatever, like leaps and bounds you're going to have to do, whatever distance you have to, you know, cover, it will make it that much more because sure you will have all this knowledge that you've gotten beforehand getting to that point but when you get there you will know more about them than they than they will realize and a lot of them have even like a lot of people especially when they you know they get asked to be like mentored or like you know if they could call upon like a question once in a while they <clears throat> a lot of these influencers they forget that like um you know a lot about them almost more than than you know about yourself sometimes because they've put like re, um, produced so much content that it's hard to keep track or they forget some of them not all and that could be a good thing that could be a bad thing but the the, the fact of the matter is is like they're still uh, people they're still human you got to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like hey i had a question about this um i've i've gone over th- i think i might have uh, miss something i'd love to hear like you know hear a little bit more deeper a conversation on this is uh, like just to hear your thoughts in terms of what what would you do differently or something like something that 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 doesn't necessarily have to be about their work but like something personal about them because uh, you can like if you ask ask about their work yeah they're definitely gonna have some good answers but when you ask more about them it, it the conversation changes then it becomes then it actually does build like you can kind of build rapport with them and eventually like you know deliver even more value deliver more content and stuff that's how you can approach uh learning on a deeper level like for instance when i was getting started out with this network marketing game um i, I was still listening to grant cardone and i, I said screw it I'll dive into his uh, his uh, uh, Cardone University, which is a really great platform. It's a really good, good education platform, especially for selling, uh, selling, negotiation, closing, and stuff like it, it's probably the only only thing I would actually use personally um, to uh, not only train my downline but like to go even deeper on certain things. Just because I, I like the material, it's very easy to follow. It's it's the way it's set up. It's methodically set up in such a way that it's but like. I think the longest training mo- uh, module I've seen so far is probably about 12 minutes. But everything else is anywhere between 3 and 7 minutes long. So you can like digest a few of them, uh, t- uh, take a quick quiz after each lesson, and then I go apply and stuff like that. So it's set up in a certain way that like results are guaranteed as long as you follow the, the, the steps. So it's actually something I'm going to be requiring on my downline in terms of like hey we're gonna do this um we're gonna do like you know this is exactly verbatim that uh that i I, not only have i learned from grant but from jared uh jared glant who is a vp of sales who whose story is really good as well but basically six modules a day then take take what you've learned and you go train on it with your sales team for at least 30 to 45 minutes each morning and then um then you have like you know early uh sales meeting and stuff like that you do that every day 
Excuse me. Blah, blah. <coughs> okay, just making sure. Sorry about that. Excuse me. Um, you do that every day. Um, you know, uh, with your sales team. So you're spending anywhere between uh, uh, two hours with your sales team or your team, like your team in general. You do that every day for two hours. You will set, like they will be set up for success in such a way that it's like almost un unrecognizable. Um, I I stopped that for the time being because I'm focusing on funnels and marketing and everything. But there's an aspect that will come into play in terms of using high ticket funnels uh, to be able to sell like um, exactly what it sounds like high ticket sales uh, coaching programs and stuff and like high uh, products, what have you. Uh, I like grant stuff because it's it's nothing like uh it's not anything i've seen like seen before but it's very very conversational selling which is really good not many people are uh come close and like he's even said like he's learned from tom hopkins and stuff but like develop his own program which is really cool i kind of prefer it over the jordan jordan belford's uh straight line selling and honestly if you're a big fan like i love jordan like I, I like jordan jordan's jordan's really good like he's he's making up for a lot of stuff and everything but you know some straight line selling can be uh uh i don't want to say confrontational but it, it can his stuff's really good it's good to learn it so you understand it but if it's not a method that you're willing to put into play then just understand how it works and then leave it at like kind of go from there as you're choosing like i'm not going to knock anyone who chooses to go down the straight line solid method it's a good method uh, it's just not one that that uh that i uh that i personally use but i do have respect for uh anyone who does it because like it is a, it's a good system but the episode where of uh, the wolf's den podcast with uh, jordan belford <clears throat> and him, uh, grant and jordan it's it's actually really good because there was a follow-up uh, interview that uh, Grant did that he <laughs> Grant Grant can talk crap like he can he can but he backs it up with results and commitment and if you know anything about Grant uh, Grant's background as well as Jordan's it's interesting so yes I'm going on kind of a tangent with like mentors and stuff but like once you understand like I I've I've not just bounced around. But I've, I've found certain things that work together. And the way I'm um, building my downlines, member, like uh, membership area in terms of like, hey, I'm going to have this selling education that even like my, the company I work like that I'm a part of doesn't have. I'm going to be like, hey, this flows very well in terms of being parallel and congruent with our company. Uh, it's very similar how like I've seen some of these people do it's because like everybody has to learn how to sell it's 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 a very good profession and stuff like that at the same time there's there's a difference between learning how to sell and learning how to force people to buy what like uh, per, uh force people to buy what you want so i will actually have this section be like hey for you know bonus points or anything like that uh not only will i ask you to at least focus on at one type of selling course do not neglect selling education don't uh, do yourself a favor, especially network marketing, but also in your business. Learn these principles. 
uh, I recommend Grant, like, you know, Cardone University because, like, there's, there's, it's such a good system as well as, like, uh, all the stuff that he puts out, all the content is always amazing. So, yes, I'm, I'm one of those people. But, uh, going, going back to why distance mentors, like, you know, mentors and stuff, like, that's what I'm saying. If you can't get into the same room at the time, you can learn what's already out there. Learn from them. Learn from these videos. Learn from these books. Learn from these courses. Learn from the podcasts. Like, this is how you develop. Like, you will hear things uh, from these, like, from these uh, pieces of content that don't get heard often. And you can always go back to them. You're like, like, because they're there 24-7. So, I'm not saying you have to, like, dedicate your life. It's just that start with one and work your way around in terms of that's the best way to develop skill. How's it right, going? You? Good, you? Good, thank you. <laughs> um, because you... The one thing I can really say is Uh, when it comes to building your team, your team's going to be completely different from everybody else's. That's a good thing. You want to stand out from the crowd. Because in an entire red ocean of network marketers, you need to stand out. Not like create your own blue ocean, but you need to make enough noise that stand like that, that you stand out from your competition and stuff. And uh, the bigger thing is this. Uh, by... Uh, I, there's, there was a quote that I said a very long time ago to a friend that he reminded me that I said, and I was like, oh, I got to remember that. And I want to make sure I don't butcher it up. Style comes later. Skill comes first. What do I mean by that? Focus on the skill that you need to learn, that you need to master, that you need to employ. How you pull it together to develop your own style will take time because you're going to develop your own set of skills along the way. You're going to develop your own set of frameworks along the way. You're going to learn from a different set of mentors along the way. You're going to learn. You see what I'm getting at? You're, as you develop your skills, develop your mindset, you develop your frameworks, your own style is going to like show through all this. That is why... When you, you stop and take a look at the top earners in your company, I bet you they all have a different style of how they train the, the, their, their downline, how they like have their downline sell, how they have their system set up. Like It is specifically set up to their specific style. But as each leg gets a little bit deeper, you start to realize they start developing their own systems, their own frameworks, their own style that's but they still follow a core principle that was like you know this is how we were like taught this is what we do to to, we follow these core principles this core framework but in terms of developing our own teams we have free reign so this is what we focus on this is what we do this is our style so bringing this all together Distance mentors versus physical mentors. Distance mentors you have access to 24-7 because of all the books, 
courses, videos, interviews, podcasts. They're available all the time. YouTube, iTunes, um, any of their online courses, their books, what have you. You can always access these 24-7. This is the fastest way to really understand who they are, to get into their world and stuff. And you can almost pull, you can put pieces together by doing it this way. Having a physical mentor right there, yes, you can actually ask the questions you want to ask. They do take time uh, to be able to get to. If you can, like, you know, get into the same room, it's even better because then you can actually, like, ask them, like, you know, you're dying, like, you know, you're burning questions and stuff. It's not necessarily a bad, like, bad thing to be like, well, I have to wait until I get here. It's like, not everybody can. But those who can and have come prepared, then the questions go even further because you'll get better answers by the, like, uh, for better questions that you bring and so on. So, I hope that's making sense. And this is actually an episode, like I said, I wanted to do for a while. It's just I wanted to make it make sense and, like, you know, relate it to a story and stuff. But, like, I'm the type of person, like, I'm like, oh, I like that about them and stuff. And I'll do a little bit of research on them. I'll look at, see, like, materials out there, what content. And then, like, I'll just go down the rabbit hole and stuff like that. Is that shiny object uh, object syndrome? Sometimes. But uh, I do dive deep into a subject and be like... A lot of times, I don't necessarily act upon it, and I just start for later. Be like, I feel like a lot of this is good right now, but I may not have use for it. But I know someone may, so like I'll I'll just push this to the sides, you know, file it away. And that's that's what I do. That's what I do for my team. That's what I do for uh, uh, people I know and stuff like that. Be like, hey, it's like, have you looked into this? Give it a shot. I think it might help. Like. It sounds like very similar to what you're talking about and everything like that. Um, let me know how it goes and stuff. So it's, it can be like that or, you know, it's like, hey, this is what we use. Uh, this is why we use it because it's very, it goes parallel, like it goes, it fits very well with what we do. It's very uh, congruent. It works well. It's seamless. The only thing that changes is the, is the, the, uh, the words used, the nomenclature, the verbs, whatever. So, I hope this is all making sense. <laughs> and, uh, like I said, I wanted to do this episode for a bit, and I really, I really wanted to kind of pull it together and um, uh, share, share not only my thoughts but my opinion and like some of the things that I use and, and like how I've like really kind of built up my own kind of style or, or skill sets and stuff over these years everything but i hope you found this helpful i hope this kind of gives like a a better insight in terms of if you can't get to the same room as someone learn from a distance that's really the best way study from a distance you will find more by observing and studying from a distance uh, in the beginning until you are able to get into the same room as them this actually works for network marketing in terms of like if you're going to funnel hack someone you have to learn from a distance until you same room as them or on a phone call or something like that it's the same concept you learn from a distance until you can get into the same vicinity as them so um yeah my friends i am gonna leave it there if you find this helpful at all any gold nuggets please share with your downline share what someone needs to hear share with your upline 
this is your first episode go back to the first episode and catch up um getting ready here to start recording on libsyn and then because uh upon a little further uh, investigation i'm this is mostly on spotify not necessarily on itunes so we got to change that and uh, i do want to transition to doing these in video style so this means i won't be outside walking anymore <laughs> to record most of these maybe we'll see but leave a like subscribe share um i'm finishing up the podcast funnel so you guys can actually like interact with this because i got i got a little special gift as well as the course and the framework and everything uh these are all coming together i just need to test them out in terms of the flow process and then everything is right as rain so then my friends i should see you in the next episode